1: Welcome once again to another episode of WCN-TV. I'm Rob Hugh, and I'm your host today. For those of you who don't know, I'm the publisher of Wisconsin Christian News, and uh, that's our primary ministry. Um, It's not just for Wisconsin. We're actually distributed nationwide and also in London, Wales, Ireland, and Scotland. Uh, You can find out more about Wisconsin Christian News at uh, wisconsinchristiannews.com. And there you'll find thousands of valuable resources and uh, articles, more than 20 years worth of great information that you can share. I want to thank also Mike Heath, um, who's been pretty much our regular host here on WCN-TV. I do try to be here as often as I can, as often as my schedule allows, but that has not been very often, unfortunately. So I'm very thankful for Mike's service when I'm not here. He'll be back again next week, by the way, with another great guest. Before we get started today, I want to ask your help with something. We really need your help uh, to build our audience here on WCN-TV. I'd ask that you share the links to the programs with as many people as possible. Use social media, email, just tell your friends. Um, Let them know about the show and invite them to tune in. We are live every Wednesday, 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. And we'd also love to see our studio audience grow. You can actually be be a part of the show uh, every week when you go to wcntv.net and click on Join the Studio Audience. You can do this using a computer or a smartphone, and you can be on the show uh, with audio and video, or just audio if you like. Just go to WCNTV.net, click the red button that says Join the Studio Audience, and uh, you'll be in the show. And It kind of works like a radio call-in talk show program. You can uh, make comments, uh, ask questions of our guests, and share your insights, and and, uh, we really would like you to be a part of things. Now, if watching live doesn't work out, you can always watch later, anytime at your convenience, because everything is archived at WCNTV.net. And we're also on Rumble.com, which is a great alternative to YouTube. We no longer use YouTube because there's censorship. So... Go to rumble.com, search for WCN TV, and then you can share our programs from there with your friends. I hope you'll do that for us. Um, This really is a grassroots effort, and we need to get this information out to as many people as possible. The only way we can do that is with your help. So please share these programs with as many as possible. Today, we have some very special guests, and it's going to be an interesting program, I'm sure. On the line with us today is Mark Sutherland, who's a film producer researcher, writer, and speaker, and he's live with us from the UK. It's a little bit later there for him than it is for us, but uh, thank you, Mark, for being here. We also have a father and daughter team, Quinton and Mara Jade Denzine. They're local here from Medford, Wisconsin, and they've been fighting the good fight um, on the front lines, uh, fighting against mask mandates in the public schools there. So this should be really good. So why don't you take a minute right now, uh, text or email or call your friends, tell them to tune in to WCNTV.net and join us. Now, before I bring our guests on today, I think we should recap what's been going on and how we got here. But before we do that, um, I want to show you all a clip from a movie. Uh, Spencer, if you're able to get that together for us. I don't know, and I'm sorry I don't know the name of this movie. Maybe some of you do. If you can't, if you do, let me know. I'd I'd actually like to watch it, but I'm told it's from 1981. So let's uh, take a look at this short clip and see if it doesn't raise a few goosebumps on all of us. So take a look.
2: Okay, yes. We're bored. We're all bored now. this is a pine tree he put it in my hand and he said escape before it's too late see actually for two or three years now chiquita and i have had this very unpleasant feeling that we really should get out and we really should feel like jews in germany in the late 30s get out of here of course the problem is where to go because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction see i think it's quite possible are right now being erased, and soon nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet.
1: Okay, so, um, kind of raised a few goosebumps on me when I saw it. But, you know, this really is bigger than we all realize, well, some of us realize. But uh, I'm going to ask our guests to be patient with me here because we really should recap um, and just give a quick overview of what's been happening in our world and what this has all been about and where we're headed. So bear with me, uh, Mark and Quentin and and Mara. Um, You know, it started back in December of 2019 when we started seeing videos coming out of China. Uh, Video showing people falling over dead in the streets, people being surrounded and arrested by health officials, thrown in vans and hauled away, never to be seen again. We saw police welding the doors of apartment buildings shut to keep people quarantined and huge cities in China looking like ghost towns with everybody quarantined. And I wondered then, and I still wonder now, how was that possible? What was the purpose of those videos? You know, in a country like China, where they portray themselves as the world's greatest superpower and where they censor the media, only allowing the most positive PR to get out to the world, why did they allow us to see such calamity taking place in their country? Their communist government could easily have stopped those images from getting out, but they were broadcast worldwide, and I believe it was all propaganda. It was intentionally released to the world to instill fear in people around the world. So then in March, when COVID was declared a pandemic here in the U.S., we were all sufficiently fearful enough to do whatever the government and health officials told us to do. I don't see any other way that they could have been successful in locking everything down, forcing mask wearing, social distancing, the closure of businesses, churches, and schools, because first they had to scare people, and the Mockingbird Media was right there as willing accomplices in all of this, spreading fear, fake news, and propaganda all throughout the world, because they had to keep us in fear so that we would comply. We got a little cartoon there that I think you'll find uh, humorous if it wasn't so real. Um, There you go. Yeah, he's starting to show symptoms of free will and independent thoughts. He better crank up that IV drip of fear. So... But, you know, this was never about any any virus or the masks, especially a virus that's now been shown to have a survival rate of 9.97%. This was about a lot more, and it goes way deeper than most people realize. This has all been about the destruction of freedom, not just here in America, but in all free Western civilized nations. The planned scandemic was a means to an end to bring about a one-world New World Order government controlled by the Luciferian globalist elites. If you think this sounds like science fiction and too crazy to be true, I can tell you it most definitely is true. We've been researching and covering this from the very start, and the layers of the onion continue to reveal all the nefarious plans that are well underway around the world. It's evil, it's demonic, and the masks were only the beginning. So what were the masks for? They were to force compliance and submission on us, and to remind us all to be afraid. The global elites are drunk with power, and especially now, after seeing how successful they were at forcing us to mask up, as we were told to do. What was social distancing all about? You know, you can't stop a virus. There's a lot of viruses out there. Masks and social distancing have been proven that they're not only not helpful, but actually harmful. Social distancing, keeping everyone six feet apart, standing in little circles, did have a purpose, though. It was so that the power elites could fine-tune their facial recognition technology. You see, they couldn't accurately capture individual faces with people in large crowds, but put them six feet apart and it becomes very easy. Why were the big box stores like Walmart allowed to stay open while small businesses forced to close? because they wanted as many people as possible to be forced to get their supplies from those stores. Places like Walmart are some of the most highly surveilled places you can go. There are literally security cameras every 10 feet. And if you remember, not only did we have social distance staying six feet apart, but we all had to enter through one particular door at Walmart, then follow the arrows on the floor, walking in straight lines as we went up and down the aisles. And this all made it very easy for them to capture individual faces and even obtain retina scans. That was made easier because while mouths and noses were covered, the eyes were plainly visible. It also made it much easier for them to capture the images with their facial recognition technology of those of us who refuse to wear the mask. So now they know who the compliant ones are and who the rebels are. Those of us who refuse to wear the masks are now officially enemies of the state. It also has made it much easier for them to pick us out as they go door-to-door with their vaccination teams. By the way, that's already happening in several states, including New York, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wisconsin, to name just a few. The DHS has named these door-to-door teams the Vaccination Strike Force, so they're serious about this, folks. I have no doubts they'll soon be knocking on my door and yours if you haven't complied and taken the jab i will not call these things vaccines because they're not they're dna gene altering experimental poisons and they've already killed countless thousands of people reputable doctors have stated that we will be seeing a mass die off of millions more people who have taken the jabs over the next few months most have estimated that those who've taken the jabs will have a maximum of 3 years to live once they've gotten their their shots because these things are des- uh, designed as time bombs in a person's body. Once these poisons infect every tissue and cell in a person's body, death is imminent. Of course, they'll then blame the mass of worldwide deaths on another strain of the virus, or more likely, they'll blame those of us who did not get the jab. And vaccination passports are also coming, and that's going to be a situation where you will not be allowed to buy or sell or hold a job or have any freedom at all unless you've taken the shots. Soft versions of these things are already being rolled out in New York and other places. Now, this program is one of the very few places that you'll be able to get this information because mainstream media and every form of social media has been censored and banned all real science and truth from getting out. Likewise, search engines on the Internet are also compromised. If you try to research this online, you'll have a very hard time trying to get to the truth because uh, things like Google and Facebook are actively putting out disinformation and directing people to stories that debunk what I'm telling you now. But I assure you, we have researched this. There are thousands of people who understand this and know the truth. At the same time, the Mockingbird media is flooding the airwaves with nonstop propaganda about the shots and everything else and keeping people in fear. Just about every state in the country has some sort of incentive and better called bribes to get people to take the shots. Everything from free beer to free ice cream cones to lotteries and even cash. So make no mistake, they want the entire world population injected as quickly as possible. Meanwhile, it's evident another lockdown is coming quickly. And I would guess by the fall at the latest, and uh, they're calling this the because the Delta variant and other things. Already I'm seeing more and more people around my town walking around in masks again, probably 40% the last time I was in the store. Even outside while they're walking or riding their bikes or sitting in their cars alone, they're wearing their masks again. So everybody's fearful again. And that's what this has all been about, control and forced submission to government officials. Never mind that none of this has ever been constitutional. We have no recourse, it seems, against this steamroller that's clamping down all over the world. This is all in preparation for what they're calling the Great Reset, which simply means one world, new world order, totalitarian control. I could say a lot more, but I've kept our people waiting long enough here. And and, uh, first of all, Mark Sutherland, you're with us live right now from the UK, and you look a little tired, mark, but uh, I'm glad you're with us, and I'm glad you came in today. What are things like over there? Mark? yep, there you go. Click that little unmute button there.
3: Sorry, I do apologize. I don't know how that happened. There you um, Rob' it's good to uh good to uh, be with you again, my brother. Yes, I am a little bit tired. I'm tired of this utter nonsense and uh, BS that is going on. I'm utterly tired of the fact that people will not. You have just laid it out brilliantly. I have said that uh, many, many times over the last year. Sorry. God, yeah, I'm doing extremely badly at the moment. Um, I have laid all that out over the last year myself, and you just brilliantly just uh, said it. How are things? Well... I think one of the biggest things we have to do, we have to actually point out is how the church in this country has rolled over. I um, mean, it's an utter disgrace as far as I'm concerned. The people will not do the research. They will not pay attention to what's going on. Um, Jared will, will maybe share some of the links if we've got time. But over here, we've had a huge, a few weeks ago, we had a huge march uh, in London. Not that it's reported on the Bias uh, Broadcasting Corporation excuse called the BBC. We've had massive uh, protests in France. There have been big protests in Germany. Um, On the 19th of March, 2020, let's just remind ourselves something that's very important. This COVID-19 nonsense, which is an ID. The whole thing is about identification. This was downgraded from a highly infectious disease on the 19th of March to a not so highly infectious disease. We remember that, you know, the guy Ferguson, you know, embedded within the Imperial College with so much money from Bill Gates, he doesn't know what to do with it and said, you know, there's going to be thousands and thousands of people dying in the UK, thousands of people dying in America, an individual that has got all his projections wrong. I end with this right now. The fact is, is that the whole way that we have been programmed into understanding viruses, medicine, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, goes back to the Spanish flu of 1914. The reason why your nation is important because it's been a bulwark against communism. And G. Edward Griffin in 1969 gave a wonderful, wonderful interview where he was warning this. The fact that you have had Solzhenitsyn speak at Congress in 1972, warning America and the American people in regard to communism. Why is this relevant? Because Rupert Darwell wrote a book a few years ago called Step by St- called it but talks about green tyranny. They are using the climate change nonsense to bring in their dream of a one-world government system. And the country that stands in the way of that is the United States of America and what it was founded on. Now, some people turn around and go, the founding fathers were a bunch of masons, a bunch of theists, a bunch of this, that, and the other. Okay, fine, we'll put that aside, and i have most will be insulted loads and loads of people immediately by saying that. But the Constitution, what it stands for, people fled tyranny, religious oppression in Europe and came for America. You are the biggest experiment in self-governing ever, in human history, you're the most successful country. What grieves me, like over here, is how people are not understanding history. We are seeing a repeat of between 1914 and 1945. The last link that I have told Jared to watch, the incredible, amazing Polly has come out with research today that tracks down a company um, called Entrust that is putting forward our track and trace nonsense via our National Health Service. And now they want to expand that into private companies. And amazing Polly's research today has exposed the link of that company and trust that goes back under, the, I think, the Quad family, all the way back to the Nazis, where their relatives have worked for them, have had connections with the Nazis. The World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab's great uncle under a brilliant, I think, article by an individual called Vanderman, I think, has talked about the fact that he also has, through an uncle, links to the Nazis working for a company called Weiss. Both of these companies employed slave labor. These are the spirits that we are dealing with. I'll end with this. IBM. Edwin Black wrote a book called IBM and the Holocaust, IBM, an American company. It talks about this. They had a subsidiary in Germany called Deutsche Hologreis Grafik. We talk about the fact the Bible says we're not fighting against flesh and blood, but principalities and rulers. This is what we are dealing with. We are seeing the the rise again of a repeat of history. But this has been planned. If you go back To the fact that um, you had the Federal Reserve created in 1913, you had Woodrow Wilson, a total socialist and globalist. You then lead into the League of Nations, you lead into the United Nations, Um, uh, you know, a book called Step by Step to Global Tyranny outlines this. In other words, I'm not being clever. I'm passionate about finding the facts and the truth of what's going on, and other people need to do that. What we are facing here in the UK is a push for all these mandatory vaccine nonsense, which are not vaccines. They are gene therapy, and they are affecting people. There's a yellow card system over here where people can work out the deaths and work out the injuries, and they are wanting to vaccinate younger and younger people if not looking at vaccinating people in schools these have not been tested properly but you all know that rob at the beginning of this program you brilliantly laid out what has been happening
1: well i could have said a lot more mark but yeah you know i want to let you guys talk so but uh, you mentioned the churches i don't know if If uh, folks are familiar with the uh, clergy response team, um, that was also planned out several years ago, and the churches are on board with all of this. Uh, Now, I'm not going to say every church, but a lot of the churches, a lot of the mainline churches are on board with this, and they're part of the clergy response team. Now, if you ask your pastor if he is a part of that team, um, he most likely will not tell you, but... Um, even in our area, we have churches opening up as vaccination centers, so they're actually working hand-in-hand with the government doing this. But I also want to bring in our guests, uh, Quentin Denzine and his daughter, Mara Jade. Uh, they've been pushing back and, and fighting against uh, the mask mandates in the public schools in uh, a little town called Medford, Wisconsin. I actually saw one of their protests um, on the streets when I happened to be in Medford while they were doing that. And I gave them a good honk and wave and a thumbs up for doing it. So welcome, uh, Quentin and Mara. Um, Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about your story? And, and, and you really have a story that um, um, y- this is a, a, a great example, folks, of what you can do locally. And you can actually have some effect locally if you actually have the guts and the courage to stand up and do it. So,
4: well, it's uh, you nailed it earlier when you we were talking. It's the whole mass is never about a virus. It's about uh, giving up our freedoms and our uh, right down to not even talking to each other. And Mara understands that, and a lot of her fellow students understood that. And at the same time it was starting to cause other problems. she would get headaches and stuff like that from wearing the mask all day. So that's well, they're extremely, health.
1: they're extremely bad for your health. You're, you're not only breathing in your own CO2, you're, um, you're breathing in on your own germs all day. I mean, you know, it's, it's, they're extremely unhealthy. I had to take an airplane for 12 hours, um, and I only did it because I had to, but I had to wear a mask on it. It's uh, mandatory. And uh, my wife and I got back, and after twelve hours of wearing this thing, we had the the worst throbbing headaches we've ever had, and uh, it was horrible. I can't imagine kids in school or 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 playing sports or you know all day long, and they're not wearing the mask right. They're touching them. They're throwing them around. They're putting them in their pocket, and they're you know so it's. It's crazy, but again, it's all about control. And uh, yeah. if you can get the kids on board, um, you're really grooming them for what's coming next. So, Mara, why don't you tell us, tell us what you did?
5: Basically, me and my friends got petition. We were getting ready, saying, posting on Snapchat and everything hey, here's a walkout. And school had a meeting, everyone in school had to go, basically, threatening us saying, you do this, you're gonna be marked truant and you're gonna be suspended. But a good twenty-three of us still went when we went to the sands area of our school, the quiet place, and just stood there with our mat with their signs up. And they told us if you guys don't go back to class, we're gonna to have to kick you out. And we all just walked outside and walked on the school for a little bit and told us you have to leave the property and just walked up 13 to 64, and just sit on the corner side protesting, basically.
1: Good for you. Good for you. What was the uh, public response? Not the school response, necessarily, but the public response.
5: Like you said, you drove past and everything, honked the horn. That was basically everyone, every 10 seconds you'd hear a horn honk.
1: Yeah. People are fed up with it. They've had it, you know, and I'm I'm glad they, that, that she did what she did. We have a, a little news clip. I don't know, if, uh, Spencer, if you have that handy. It's very short. Um, they got some news coverage on the local uh, TV channel. Let's take a look quick.
6: Well, Holke, well, happening today? Dozens of area students walking out protesting a mask mandate. Around 25 students at Medford High School left class this morning carrying signs around the building and then further into town. This was about 8 o'clock. Their protest to make masks optional at the high school. Medford does not require masks for K through 4th grade, but does for 5th through high school. The superintendent says he fully supports the students' right to protest, but says during the school day isn't the time. We will hear more from students and the district tonight at 5 o'clock.
1: And that's all you got from the, from the mainstream press. <laughs> so...
4: But at the right. same time, had they not gone about it that way, nothing I don't think would have gotten
1: changed. right. so what what did change? What was the outcome? What, what are things looking like as you go you get ready to go back to school in the fall here?
5: We uh, had to talk to the meeting school board meeting first, but it's looking like we don't have to wear masks. They've never sent anything out yet, but we never know things
1: can change. Are are they uh, mentioning vaccinations at all yet?
4: No. No, they're not, and that would be the that would be the final straw for me because that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I think
4: I do think in this country they must realize to a certain extent that they're not going to get away with that. But at the same time, I see enough people running around town already putting a mask back on. And that's scary, too, because that tells you that uh, the percentage of the population isn't where we need to be.
1: Well, I was in Walmart uh, last week, Um, not by choice, but because I had to be. And I guess I would my guess would be about 40 percent of the people were wearing masks again. And uh, I did hear a rumor. I don't know if Ray is Ray with you. Yes, he is. Okay. I don't know, if Ray. Can you confirm? Did you get a chance to go to your Walmart there and check it out?
4: Yeah, but uh, that was yesterday, and they weren't doing it yet, Rob. But okay. uh, there right. might be something in the works. Uh, I know there's going to be a, a big, massive push again, trying to do that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if that happens in the real near future.
0: So, yeah.
1: What I heard was what I heard was that the Walmart in Marshfield, Wisconsin, had mask Nazis at the door again, and they weren't letting anyone in uh, yesterday during the day without a mask. So
4: they tried that with me in Marshfield here last time too, but I never did put it on my face. No, I was checked out every time.
1: I've, I've worn a mask for two occasions. One was to go to a hospital to visit a patient, and one was to ride that airplane for twelve hours. And uh, and that was it. Um, other places I go in and they, you know, when they when they've had the people at the door, um, they, they try to stop me. You need a mask. No, I don't. And I just yeah. go about my business. So it's it's not a big deal. Um, you, you know, guys, I, I think a lot of those people are more afraid of us than we are. of them. So.
4: Well, sure they are. And I feel bad for the person at the door because I don't even think they believe in it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: But they have everybody needs a job, and that's another place they've got everybody under the thumb is we need to work, right?
1: Um, Well, not necessarily. Um, There are jobs everywhere. People, Businesses are actually not even open because they can't get enough workers. People are staying home and just having their uh, stimulus checks. So I had a friend from Montana who was here um, this past weekend. <clears throat> and he stayed with us, and and he was telling us in in his small town there's a park, and he said there's got to be two thousand tents set up in this park of young people, and they just kind of made their own city in this park, and they're just squatting there. They do nothing. Um, most of them are on drugs, and they're you know they're getting their their stimulus money deposited automatically to their uh, debit cards, and and that's their life. Um, so. Wow. Most of America is 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 going down that route, and the, and they're they're tuning everything out, and they're just.
4: Uh, but don't it's you a sad it's, situation. Don't you feel it's a house of cards, and that it's going to collapse upon itself at some point?
1: I and hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I yeah, I hope so. So, uh, well, why don't we look at a few of the pictures? I know uh, you had some pictures that that uh, Ray sent over. There you go. So this is in Medford, Wisconsin. Yeah. And there we go. I was actually there on a Saturday when you were out there. It wasn't uh, during the week. But um and there were a lot more people joining you. So.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah, the first day was pretty much just the children until mm-hmm. the afternoon when parents got off work.
1: Yeah. Well,
4: good. Which is ironic because they're charging all these children now with truancy to go all the way through a bench trial, and uh, but they they told them they had to leave, and then never notified any of us parents. Hmm. So had we had we not been watching the news, or had they not had a cell phone, we wouldn't even have known that our child was, had left school. Wow. And we have a meeting with a lawyer right after this about that very issue when we're done here, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, God bless you for standing up for the kids. Um, So many parents are just kind of going along to get along. And uh,
4: Yeah, I found that in the community too when we got signatures. Everybody agreed with us, but nobody wanted to stick their neck out and help get signatures. And it's kind of frustrating.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Why don't we uh invite our uh studio audience in here if you would like to make any comments? we've got uh harry and
6: um He's uh, to do a break.
1: Yeah. and Dick and um our friend in uh, Salina Kansas Russ, uh and a few others so anyone want to make any comments?
6: I do have a comment rob so the the mass the mass mandates the vaccinations what have you in the schools are they're, they're diabolical. It's nothing but tyranny against our children. The one thing I have not heard anybody really pushing, except for Pam Popper, if you're familiar with Pam Popper, uh, she's a big advocate for the people that are being put down. I don't hear anybody talking about trying to set up homeschool. Uh, get the kids out of there completely. You know, Just get them away from the the, the tyranny that they're facing. And if enough people would leave, the school system will certainly be affected. But nobody's even talking about that to any extent.
4: We've talked about that as parents of these children. Uh, That might be our next step. If they put these masks back on, we may just pull them out. And even though it only looks like 23 children, a lot of us have, you know, say four or five children in the school system. So it actually comes to about 157 children if we were to remove them and school them ourselves.
6: That would be fantastic. You know, th- there needs to be a bigger move. Some, yeah. Somehow, somebody somewhere needs to start advocating for homeschool. You know, we, have, you know, we have met homeschool children all across the country, and I know of two families that did it wrong. These th- these homeschool children are far above, way beyond the education, social social. Practices, everything. They put the the public school kids to shame.
1: It's uh, basically gone from uh, reading, writing, arithmetic to uh, communist indoctrination, leftist indoctrination, LGBT stuff and all of that. And the best thing that could really happen is for the schools to close and never open again. But, um, you know, when we had our our ministry center a few years ago, I looked into trying to do a homeschool co-op. And uh, it seems like an easy thing to do, something that even every church ought to be doing because they sit empty most of the week. They've got all the classrooms, they've got all the parents, and they could take turns teaching and uh, sounds like a great idea, except the government uh, says that if you have more than four families, I think it's more than four, it might have been more than two, I'd have to look it up again, but if you have more than two or four families meeting together for homeschooling, that makes you a private school, and you have to jump through all these hoops, um, and and you know, so they they pretty much make that impossible. So, yeah.
4: I believe that's all by design because we've looked at that also, yeah. And I think that's just a deterrent to make sure that it doesn't happen. I think it's um, when you look at the Mennonites or the Amish, for example. I think that's. That's something we all have to start looking at. Maybe, no,
1: yeah,
4: I no. agree. The schools need to close. Period. No. Yeah. You know, how do You
6: know how do the the school co-ops work? Now, you know we we have a big one. It's about 100 miles south of us. But you know the homeschool families join a co-op. They still teach on their own, but they have a central structure. I really don't know how they work. You know whether the whether that gets around that legal end or not.
1: Well, it's different in every state from what I've been told. Uh, we looked into it pretty seriously a couple of years ago, two, three years ago. And uh, it was just impossible uh, in Wisconsin for us to do it. So we did have families willing to do it. Um, but with all the uh, the hoops we'd have to jump through to, to make it happen, it, it wasn't going to happen. Did we lose Mark? Is Mark still in here?
6: <laughs> he left.
1: Well, call him up. <laughs> I had more to say about it. I say to Mark, let me send, shoot him a text here and tell him to come back. I didn't mean for him to say goodbye to us. Hold on, bear with me. Anybody else? Talk amongst yourselves.
4: Yeah, I've been... Uh, Rob and Mark hit it on the head right off the bat. They kind of they kind of took the whole show and summed it up into one nice little ball there because I've been... I've been studying this stuff since I had to go find books about it before there was internet and this is no accident everything they're doing here and it's not just Well
1: yeah and yeah Mark Mark mentioned uh G Edward Griffin and we had him on the show uh not so long ago and um um waiting to find out where Mark is I can't just call him up because he's in England, <laughs> so I'm going to try to just... Uh, Dick and Deanne, you always have something to say. Help me out while I'm texting Mark. How about Russ? Yes, do you, can you hear
6: me, Brother well, Rob? Uh, yeah. Good program. And... Uh, It just is unbelievable, the effectiveness of propaganda. Uh, This worldwide deep state is just uh, beyond comprehension, and it is not noticed. That is what I can't believe, that people are, you know, they're just not aware of it. And uh, I can't seem to get anybody to listen
2: to me. We get in an argument, you know. I just don't want to be informed.
4: I have entire pieces of my family a year ago Already wouldn't talk to me anymore. They thought I was crazy, but I don't think I look so crazy anymore.
1: No, you don't. No, you don't. So, well, while we wait for Mark, hopefully he'll get my messages and tune back in. Um, oh, yeah. He did. He did send us some video clips of some of the protests that are happening in Europe. If we can take a look at some of those. Um. Um. He had some from England. I do. He had some I do. from France.
3: I do apologize. There I he do is. Apologize. I'm back. I just, uh, something came up that I had to deal with, which is the joys of uh, television land over here at the moment. So I do apologize. Oh,
1: that's okay. I just didn't want you to think we were done with you and, and, and booty you out of the show. So
3: No, no. I just had to, I'm sorry, I just didn't get a chance to say. I just had to quickly drop out. But I'm I'm back. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, Mark, the things that are happening in Europe, um, I really wish we would see here in the U.S. Um, well, I've I seen, would, I've I seen would, the would, footage of massive protests. I mean, yeah. thousands, millions of people in the streets.
3: Well, I really wish I really wish uh, you could see them in the U.S. Oh, um, can I just say all credit to you, uh, young lady, um, for pushing back in your school? You are a real... Uh, you know, it's a real patriot there, and um, the fact is is that we need more and more young people waking up and understanding why the freedoms that you have had within your nation and what it's founded on, because this is the issue. Anyone who comes from a communist background or from an Eastern European country profoundly understands and gets what is going on. So when individuals, young people think it's perfectly acceptable to wear Che Guevara T-shirts and protest at Berkeley with communist flags. I mean, you know, my, my head is just shaking in utter derision. I wish that you could see the proper footage. So do I on the mainstream news in this country in regard to what has been happening in France. The Champs-Élysées, etc. had, you know, there's one estimate of two million people down there um, and others. Um, the protests in Germany, the protests in France, the protests in Spain, the protests in Greece, Portugal, over here, people are pushing back all over the place. Now, as a committed Christian who, under, who you know, believes in the Bible, the fact is, is that what's happened is that over here, the whole thing of wokeism, you, you know, through teachings like the Rick Warren and all the other idiots and Joel Augustine, et etc., this is the kind of view that they have of faith they do not understand that there will be a biblical judgment they do not understand that there are end times they don't want to preach any of that that is not preached properly in churches in this country but i will say this from a positive point of view the amount of people who would not call themselves bible believing christians who are questioning what's going on that give us the opportunity to preach the gospel and use these use these events to challenge them to get them to think because this is unprecedented, of course, in their lifetime because they haven't lived through... World War One or World War Two or uh, the Hungarian upwise or Prague or any or any other thing or even, you know, P- Poland in mm. nineteen eighty six and then and then the war coming down in nineteen eighty nine. But we we are in my people are destroyed through lack of knowledge and we're in the biggest spiritual battle of our lifetime. And what's happened is that the war coming down in nineteen eighty nine, the whole of that moved to the West and that has been deliberately, deliberately planned for many, many years, and while, while churches over here and, of course, over there have been singing Kumbaya and having a really, really nice time, yes, I'm being deliberately cynical and having a go, is that, as Jeremiah 33, I think, talks about, whether about being watchmen on the walls. Many, many people have not been do, doing their job, and, Rob, we have a mutual contact in, I think, uh, Michael um, Bodier, where Michael, uh, you know, toured America with his grandfather, where his grandfather was warning America in the early 80s in regard to having visions of seeing it on fire and all the rest, because they come from a communist background. I'm not saying that to be negative. We have to be realistic that from the inside, on this side of the pond and on your side of the pond, we have seen the enemy basically spoon us out from the inside side and your incredible nation, which I love to bits and very passionate about, has always been seen traditionally as the last bastion in regard to freedom. And what has shocked us is how many people on your side of the pond and over here have just thrown those freedoms away. This I want you to hear me. This is not an American bash. I am pleading. I get very, very passionate and very upset. Because I just think, as you said, Rob, when you've got churches opening, opening up as vaccination centers, the same over here in regard to that nonsense as well. As the Bible says, I will hand you over to a delusion. Well, I see that. I sadly see the whole and utter delusion. Now, I work in TV and film over here. I crew on productions and I will not talk about where I am right now. And I'm having some interesting incredible conversations i will not shut up and i will pass information on i can say is on the one hand is that more people are waking up step by step one one person conversation at a time than i believe at any any time and one of the big issues in the uk is that there are not enough churches that are awake and if they are and I know one or two because I know the leaders. I know the pastors, the church ministers of those. Um, but we, this is what's going on. There is a huge attack. You know, we voted to come out of the European Union in June uh, 23rd, 2016. 17,410,752 people, with well, a majority of over a million, voted to leave a tyrannical system. The whole thing is the European Union is, as we have discussed, is a leg of global governance, what we have to accept. And this is why it's very difficult for all of us at times. And you laid it out, Rob. We are not conspiracy theorists. We are truthers. We know where to go for the facts. We know where to go for the books. We know where to get the information. And this needs to be preached from the front in churches up and down America and in the UK. The big, in 1776, in the revolution, when you fought us and whipped our, whipped our asses in the end, the key is this, is that the, the regiment that the British feared were the black and white robe regiment, which were the preachers in your churches. And that is what they've managed to do, which is to break down and not have people meeting together and all the rest. And the Bible says that we must stop meeting together. We must continue to meet together. Sorry, that's what the Bible says. Romans 13, some people interpret that as obeying our government. I don't really think so. It's about obeying what the word of God says. And we have incredible heroes, Nitzin being one, Bonhoeffer being another. And when we discuss this, this, is, this is, isn't easy because we've seen brothers and sisters around the world, Brother Yun, et cetera, and many others, and the people who have been martyred for their faith. This is the direction we're going on. This is what we see. Now, this last statement, I will say, will not go down very well over here. But one of the reasons why you have, a fir- you have a First Amendment in regards to speech, free speech, and you have a Second Amendment. Second Amendment says you have a right to bear arms against a tyrannical government. We are not armed over here. Hitler, Mao, etc. what did Stalin, what did they do? They took the guns away from the citizenry. That's why your country, what it stands for, <laughs> so important because that side of things is not the duck hunting and as i said i may have said before the program started every single politician in the house in the senate that ratified the election the complete fraud in last november needs to be thrown out they need Mm -hmm. to be thrown out of office and i'm embarrassed to say that that leads to the Dominion voting machines, to smartomatic and leads all to an interesting gentleman called Lord Malik Brown. These people do not respect sovereign states. They are into globalism. They are into creating a one-world government system. The Bible lays this out. When Celeste Salom had an interview with our dear friend L.A. Marzulli last March, We all drew breath because COVID-19, as we know, Rockefeller Project Lockstep, designed from 2010. I'm not saying these facts to be clever. I'm not saying these facts just to get an audience and go look at me. I'm saying these facts because I get profoundly upset when people will not do the research and work out where we are. But I suppose I have to come to a conclusion. It's a bit like the remnant but the bible says there will always be a remnant the bottom line is that seems to be us
1: so mark what are things like for you on a daily basis are you know what are, are you pressured are you what what are things like where you're living
3: well the bottom line is i get on with my life <laughs> if i Well if I'm on i mean the we, school, all I go, I we all do we all do but shops. i go into shops i don't wear a mask work is slightly different if i'm at work um, then I have a I have a snood if I have to wear it, which has the Israeli flag on the front. So that's my way of saying maybe you need to understand the Nuremberg trials and understand what that is all about. Yes, we have to have PCR tests and all this kind of utter, utter nonsense. So yeah. I'm a bit in TV bubble land at the moment. I won't reveal where I live, okay, um, et cetera. I then have – I'm a member of a church, which is incredible – for the UK, where every single person is a wake, which, frankly, is unheard of in this country. So what is it like for me? I just get on with my life.
1: So how how, how, uh, strongly are they pushing the jab?
3: They're pushing the jab very much. There's adverts, there's, there's propaganda, there's all these millions of people have had the jabs and all this, and The way it's going to go, as you know. Um right. So there's a rising cases. The rising cases they haven't worked out is that is because the cases are coming from the people that have taken these gene therapy. That is what is going on.
0: Yes.
3: You know, with graphite graphite oxide and all this. The poison that they're putting into people where it's saying, you know, from From uh, from event 201, we're rolling it out. Now it's vaccines. Everyone must have two jabs. But the interesting thing is people at the moment in hospital, the cases of inverted commas COVID-19, most of 65 percent of that is coming from people that have had mandatory have had two jabs. So please tell me how that works out. So, you've yeah. had a jab, you had two jabs. Now, you can't go on holiday. You had two jabs. Oh, because it's the Delta variant. Is this the biggest virus? Is the television, the radio, and the media propaganda. If everyone would do themselves a favor, turn all that BS off, then yeah, it would but, go away. But yeah. it exists.
1: Well, yeah, somebody said, you know, why the Amish don't get COVID is because they don't have TV.
3: So right. <laughs> <laughs> Very absolutely. I mean, I will say this, I want to say this and raise a shout for a friend of mine. Um, my friend Kate uh Chemineri, um, healthy nurse in a toxic world. On the sixth of December, the establishment are going to take her to court because they do not like the fact that she speaks out. They do not like the fact that she uh, she uh, speaks facts, has been speaking into this. She's the one that drew me attention to the fact that the UK government downgraded this from a highly infectious disease to a not so highly infectious disease. It's on a government website for crying out loud. If people will actually get off their bums, turn the television off. And I'm saying it like this deliberately and actually go and do the research. We get penalized for doing that. Now, Katie has spoke uh, in Trafalgar Square. She has spoke uh, at rallies, regularly speaks and has been broadcasting on your side of the pond with people like Sherry Tempenny and all rest. Now, the establishment are after her. And it's going to be, please pray for her. There is a, a crowd funder that at the moment is doing well, but can always do a lot better, in regard to the fact of paying for legal representation. Now, we will go through the facts, because she is taking on Big Pharma. We know one interpretation of that word, Big Pharma magic, kia right? I have to look at this. God has given us our bodies, which are the best immunity system that we have. Period. So please remember her in your prayers, because she will not be interviewed on the mainstream news. Last week on the uh, in the Daily Express over here, other newspapers, including that idiot Pierce Morgan, they absolutely are ridiculing her and going for her but that's because they have an establishment mindset that's because they will not look at the facts whatsoever and they won't interview her on mainstream or other things i mean i will say this to you i won't name the platform but there's a regular christian platform that i used to go on over here that i am not allowed to go on anymore because i do not agree with that this this particular gene therapy uh, excuse of a vaccination that has not been tested that is mrna etc so there is huge division on the one hand over here um and churches need to unite and people need to find out who is awake and and, uh, and who isn't um i'm not sure in some ways rob maybe i've answered answered the question but there is there is a pushback individually and on small small groups of people there really is what amazes me is how many non Christians seem to be waking up compared to a bunch of other Christians that are asleep?
1: Yep, yep. Well, the latest stats that I saw are worldwide. Seventy uh, percent have already been injected, and thirty percent are not going to. Um, so they're they're coming for the thirty uh, percent, and you and I are among them, aren't aren't we? Yep, we so, are. so uh, Quentin and Mara. Um, how are things uh, in your area? Um, are, are you working with the school board? Are, are you moving forward with with any litigation or anything? Or
4: haven't spoken with the board lately? Uh, last night I actually spoke with those. Was the night of the meeting when they took the masks off? Mm-hmm. But our uh, my move right now is uh, today we have a meeting when we're done here to speak with a lawyer. To go forward on the fact that they kicked these kids off the school grounds and never notified any of us.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: So they had kids out there with no cars or car keys and no parents notified. That that one kind of bothers me.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. And are are you finding uh, Mara? Are you finding more students um, coming on on your team, or or is it about the same?
5: It's about
1: the same. A lot of the kids are so entranced on their phones that they don't. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Well, you know, the masks were only the beginning. Everything we saw last year was, was just a means to an end. Um
4: and when Mark, you know, Mark mentioned it, uh I mean, people being asleep and how you know, watching America come to this point, but I think they've got Some of them so brainwashed they won't understand it till they're being put on the rail car.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. That, that, absolutely right. That's why it's so sad. And the other thing is that classic phrase, isn't it? Unless people understand history, then they're destined to repeat it. And that's what's so sad. They need
1: to, uh, need to, yeah, everybody needs to understand history. And
4: I've been in in arguments. I'm a bagpiper and I'll bagpiped a few funerals through the COVID and not got into it with a couple of priests about opening this darn church up and let these people in here. I mean, it was just ridiculous. 70 people standing in a parking lot, all huddled together watching a TV.
3: Yeah. Of what's mm-hmm.
4: thinking, I mean, it was just ridiculous.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, can I just say that out of this, you know, I'm over here, you're over there in various different incredible states where you live. Can I just say that this is a privilege and the fact that we all need each other. While we've got this technology, we need to be regularly connecting with each other. One of my dreams is trying to maybe hold a conference over here, um, but also then being able to reach out internationally amongst friends. But this is really, really important, and we need to fight this isolation as much as we can, even if it means that we are regularly using this technology and on the phone. I am constantly speaking across the pond to America and Canada and if not to Australia every single week. So reach out to each other, build those networks, find out. I mean Rob and I, there's one particular pastor friend of ours, Mike Sporting, who's just had the Therefore Go conference as a dear friend of mine and Rob's. Then we've got Coach Dave, others. There are, you know, Jamie Wilton as well. There are many, many others. We have all I have all I'm privileged to have these connections. It's not, again, as I say, it's not about shumming off. It's the fact that these people over well before all this nonsense have kept me spiritually alive. So we need to connect. We need to find out who has our back and who we can rely on, which is maybe a pretty awful thing to say. But we really need to do that. The UK needs you guys. You need us. Australia needs all of us. New Zealand needs all of us. And Canada needs all of us. It really does, and people are being exposed. We need to pray for people like the amazing Polly, excuse me, and all the incredible research she does. And we need to get the books, and we need to follow the trail. Well, the- we need to get the
1: information out, and um, unfortunately, yeah. we are we are officially out of time about two minutes ago. But right, um, one way you can do that is by sharing programs like this with all your friends in as many formats as you can. Again, you can do that from WCNTV.net or from Rumble.com. Just search there for WCNTV. But, you know, despite everything that's going on, always remember what Jesus said, and knowing the power and might of our Savior, that he holds us in the palm of his hand, knowing he will never leave us or forsake us, even in the midst of these days. He said the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. So see that you're strong in the Lord, that you stand firm to the end, and never, ever be afraid of what this world is coming to. It is coming to your doorstep. But you know what? Our God is already here. We'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you, gentlemen. God bless. Yeah.